Hello, this is Ruin Willow with the Oh, Fuck Yeah with Ruin Willow podcast. I'm excited you're here today. I have an amazing episode. If you like to hear women talk about sex and the clit, you are in for a fucking treat because that's exactly what we do. On my podcast, I talk about erotica. I narrate my erotica and others for your pleasure and enjoyment, entertainment, and also have on many people that know a lot about sex, sexperts, doctors, sex coaches, all of the yummy stuff, erotica authors, anybody who has any sort of finger into the sexuality realm and topics, I would love to have on my podcast. So if you're under 18, baby love, it is time to leave the podcast now because we're talking an awful lot about sex and female pleasure and the clit. Yes, I said the clit. So many places across our world, you cannot say the word clit without getting censored. Clit, 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 clitoris, clitoris. It's a fucking body part. Get over it, people. Okay. I have an amazing interview with these women. It is, it was so much fun. I just had so much fun with them. They are just a fucking blast. They are from Pleasure Positive Living. And I was fortunate to talk to two of them. There are three of them that work together. And they are Katie, Lindsay, and Madison. They are on the Pleasure Positive Living by Clit Talk. They have a podcast and they have a website and they do courses. So they have a course coming out. Look for the link down in that in the podcast notes because it is going live on the 23rd, which is two days from now. You can sign up. It's free. So what is this? Okay, Welcome to Pleasure Positive Living. What are they? Who are they? What do they do? They do lots of yummy stuff. Kate, Lindsay, and Madison are sex and empowerment coaches, intimacy experts, and hosts of the top-rated sex podcast, The Pleasure Positive Podcast. They transform your pleasure experience by overcoming shame, exploring your sexuality, and empowering you to get your desires. So if you've ever felt ashamed, frustrated, or confused about sex and sexuality, you're not alone, and they can help you. They have free audio training and all kinds of amazing things to help you enjoy your life and have better sex. So we had a great talk. We talked about the clit and being female. It was just great. They have intimacy coaching, sex and empowerment, and they just have amazing things to say. They have a lot of experience. So check out their podcast. Lindsay, Kate, and Sugar have spent the last 250 episodes interviewing everyone from doctors, sexperts, celebrities, and even porn stars. So they have amazing things to say. I'm going to get into this because it's really, really amazing. And I can't believe all the amazing things we talked about. We touched on squirting, sex toys, masturbation, female pleasure, the sizes of the clits, so much packed into this episode that you're going to fucking love. And it's not just for women. It's also for men want to learn more about how to pleasure their female partner, their partner with a clit, a vulva. Okay, this is for everyone. We talk about orgasms and just amazing, amazing things. So stick around and listen and don't forget to check out their the Pleasure Accelerator. Check in the links down in the show notes and you can get more information and you can join. Oh, and another thing we talk about, women looking at their own pussy. This is important. You need to stay tuned and find out what the fuck that means. Why is that important? And just so many amazing things. Stick around. And also down in the podcast notes will be the links to the 
sex toys that we talk about. Some of them, anyways. Okay, let's fucking do it. All right, let's go. Hello, everyone. I'm so pumped. I'm so excited to talk to these people. They have an amazing podcast, and maybe you've heard of it before. I'm not going to spill the beans yet. I'm going to let them do it. But I'm so excited to chat with them, and we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics. Well, two of my favorite topics, the clit and pleasure, and oh my gosh, just whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Welcome. I'm so excited. How are you guys doing? I'm so glad that we can curse. We love cursing on on our podcast, too. (laughs) Well, I... I am Lindsay, and I am one of the three hosts of the Pleasure Positive Podcast, formerly known as Clit Talk Podcast. Um, I'm an intimacy coach, and we've been running the podcast for, ooh, I think six years now. Really? You know, mm-hmm. sex experts, doctors, porn stars—you name it. We are <laughs> we are deep into pleasure research, and and here to talk, ready to talk about clits today. Awesome. And I'm Lindsay's co-host, Madison. All the cool kids call me sugar. But to share about me, aside from being an intimacy coach, I'm a wife. I also came out in my marriage as bisexual four mm. years into being in a monogamous heteronormative relationship. And I've been on my poly adventures for the last five years. Awesome. Yep. And, That's uh, very cool. Yeah. And on our podcast, we are really, our commitment is just to normalize you know, sex education and, you know, we call it sex edutainment. We're here to provide, you know, we would say one, one person's taboo is another person's Tuesday. So <laughs> yes, exactly. I love that. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. And we so need to do that. I just feel like there's so much negativity and mm-hmm. just, there's not enough even known about pleasure in the clit. I mean, I know some people don't even really realize what the clit looks like, which just kind of blows my brain up, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like I have a friend who once she was in a parade and she was carrying around a picture of what it looked like on the inside and women didn't even know what it was. They're like, they didn't know what it was. I'm like, oh my gosh. But I guess if I think about it, I didn't used to know what it looked like either. So, well, yeah. Yeah. And it's actually, it's really interesting that you bring this up because it's actually not so far off base that we as a culture don't don't have this close knit relationship to the clitoris because it was actually removed from medical textbooks a few decades ago and only recently has been put back into medical literature so the entire western medical community just didn't see it as vital or necessary to the education because it had nothing to do with reproduction, which says so much about our healthcare in in the West and our sex education program that we're all on, which is don't have sex, use a condom and don't get pregnant, which doesn't teach us anything about how to pleasure ourselves. And the one part of the female anatomy that's responsible for that is the clitoris and the clitoris has nothing to do with reproduction. But we're finding so much in, especially these last couple of years of the show, we really have made the connection between pleasure and mental health. Mm. And so we're seeing now so many women over-medicated on antidepressants. Mm. And and meanwhile, you ask these women, what's your self-pleasure practice? Pretty much non-existent. So we're seeing, we're not saying causation. That's not what we can say. We cannot prove causation, but we can say that there's a correlation between the increase in anxiety and depression amongst the female population and the self-pleasure practice or lack thereof that's happening simultaneously. Well, actually, you know, you know, you know, you know how vibrators were invented. Do you know this? No, tell me. 
Okay. So this is, <laughs> so back in, you know, back in the 1800s, <clears throat> this is so good. They, they were calling it hysteria. So women who were oh, diagnosed geez. with hysteria would go to the doctor and the doctor would manually stimulate them, provide, and the treatment was an orgasm. Oh my gosh. And, and so no many shit, no shit. And so many women were coming in with quote unquote hysteria that the doctors were getting I, I have hysteria. I have... <laughs> and so the doctors had to invent a machine because they were, they were, they were hearing so many women. And it, I mean, it looked like this crazy contraption. You can look at pictures of it online, but oh my just to show gosh. you how crazy that is, like all these women were coming in and like getting manually stimulated because they were you know, hysterical because they, they weren't coming. There's like a line out the door. I'm next. I'm number five. The doctors were like, oh my God, I can't do this anymore. I need a machine to do this. So that's, that's actually how vibrators were originally invented was by medical doctors. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. And in this day and age, try telling a woman she's hysterical and it's game over. It's like, I can't I mean, do that anymore. Um, isn't that so interesting, though? Yeah. It is. And what I think is interesting, though, is that there's a lot of people out there that are still scared of sex toys. Like, they think they're mm-hmm. scary or they're like, oh, I'm not doing that. Or, you know, I hate that attitude. Yeah. Uh, oh, I just went on a date with a woman. I'm married in Polly, as I mentioned in the intro. So, hey, everyone. <laughs> I went on a date with this woman. Met her at a party. She really gave me like wonderful date proposal idea. And I was like, this sounds fabulous. I'm a yes. Uh, It had a lot of sugar mommy energy to it. She was putting us up in an Airbnb. I was like, I gotta go do this. Like my pussy was like, go, you just have to go. Meanwhile, I tell Lindsay and she's like, can you text me the address of where you're going? I was like, like, she's going to sell you. (laughs) So then I didn't tell you this, Lindsay, but this conversation about vibrators, I brought all of my toys because one of the benefits of being a co-host of a top-rated uh-huh. sexuality podcast is we get a lot of yeah. free shit, a lot of amazing toys, and we get to try I never, them I haven't all. paid for a vibrator in almost a decade. It's been <laughs> no, years. That's yeah. awesome. That's <laughs> the vibrator I paid for was years ago. Exactly. And so it's sort of my expression of like love and generosity in play situations to be like show and tell Barbie and have like all 20 mm-hmm. of my toys with me as my nice. contribution to this. And especially in girl on girl play, yeah. I was so surprised. Her response was really afraid of them. She's like, I'm, oh. I actually don't use, I don't use vibrators. I heard all these myths Yes, that you're going to go nuts, that mm-hmm. all of this stuff. And so meanwhile, I was like, okay, whoa, like, I don't want to trigger stuff. So I was like, I just started putting the toys back in the box. I was like, girl, don't worry about it. It's okay. They're going to go back where they belong. Like, you know, I was wanted to meet her where she was at, but it really, I have not been in that conversation in so freaking long because on this show that we do, we absolutely support the use of, of sex toys. And I think there are a lot of myths and the more shame and lack of education we have, the more that we're going to believe these things that just aren't true. I know. know? You're not going to lose your clit to a vibrator. You're not going to wreck it. You're not going (laughs) to damage it. (laughs) But I can relate to the going numb conversation. So so yeah. let's, let's, let's talk about the clit a little bit. So, yes, please. <laughs> so, so a little basic anatomy on the clit, you know, for anyone who doesn't know, it has 8,000 nerve endings and mm. we're obviously audio. So I'm going to do my best to describe this. If you open up your lips and your labia, it's the little nub thing is the tip of it. But what some people don't know is there's actually an entire internal part of the clitoris inside of your body as well. 
that's looks like an upside down wishbone. Okay. Mm. So there's spongy mm-hmm. tissue inside as well. And that's all you'll hear it also called like the G spot, different things like that. That's all a part of the clitoris. The clitoris is actually a fairly large organ. And so, but what we didn't know is, so I'm talking specifically just the little outer nub, which is usually the part that is stimulated by a vibrator, unless you're doing an internal thing, which you can also do. We can get into dildos too, if we want. (laughs) And there are different sizes of that, which can really determine the kind of sex toy you're going to want to use. This was a major breakthrough for me and my sexuality because, so I'll go into it really, we have a whole episode, so we would go deep on this, but there's three different sizes, right? So there's small, medium, and large. A small is about the size of a grain of rice. And there's, it's either hooded or unhooded. So there's a little skin flaps that either like it's covered completely or it's kind of open. Mm-hmm. And for anyone who has never, who is a vulva owner, I will say, and has never gone down there and looked at yourself with a mirror, I highly recommend it. <laughs> or your um, phone, your phone, or your, really or well. your phone. Yep. Or your phone. <laughs> like it is, it is so empowering to make, to, I had, I had, so I'm jumping all over the place. Hold on. I have so much to say about the clip. I know, so I'm going to talk about the size and then I'm going to talk about looking at your clip too. So yes. just the anatomy wise. So small grain of rice, medium, about the size of corn kernel or a pea and anything larger is considered a large clip. I have what's considered a small clip. These are, these are my vulva owners that go numb very easily with a vibrator, right? The Hitachi, not my friend. <laughs> That's no. That, that's the one you saw on Sex in the City with, you know, yeah, yeah. Samantha. The, the big one white one, right? Like it's white. Isn't it yeah. white? It looks like it's a like, big yeah. microphone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's marketed as a massage tool. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like the neck massager ones. Not my friend. You know, for the small size clits. And they all, so each clit, you know, really involves a different type of pressure and stimulation. And so, there's not one size fits all. I think that's why a lot of people who have ever tried to stimulate different clits, different vulvas yeah. are like, man, these vulva owners are so complicated and we are, but knowledge is power, right? So when mm. I discovered that I have a small clit, small clits really love very gentle, precise stimulation. And okay. I'm going to give you a tip. The sex toy for you is a clitoral sucker. So yeah. it actually, a clitoral sucker goes around the clit and just blows air. So you're not going to go numb with that life changing, change my life. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you've got your mediums clits and then any, like a large clit, for instance, I would say like medium clits are the most common. So a large clit really likes to be sucked like a dick pretty much. Right. Right. You know? So once you know that you can, you can, you know how to self-pleasure, you know how to instruct your partner. I feel like Madison really wants to say something. We'll be back after a quick break. This episode is brought to you by the Spring Cleaning Champions, Manscaped. This season, make sure the man in your life grooms his carpets and his drapes with the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Have him clear out that winter bush with Manscaped's Lawnmower 5.0 and watch his confidence bloom like the springtime flowers. Embrace the season and have him join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our special offer. Go to manscaped.com and use code RUIN. You have to use my new code RUIN, R-U-A-N, for the 20% off and free shipping. Have you ever been doing some oral pleasure and got some hairs in your mouth or your teeth? Well, 
<laughs> Manscaped can help with that. Try being clean shaven or spring cleaning. After he uses Manscaped, you can say, hmm, let's get some busy with some spring fever in the bedroom. Try out Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. It is an amazing trimmer that features two interchangeable heads. One for taking a little off the top and the new foil blade to go smooth. If you want to go smooth for spring cleaning, make sure you try out Manscaped products. Bring on those smooth skin sexy slaps in the bedroom. And how do you do that? Use Manscaped products to shave clean down in your pubic area. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code RUIN. You have to use my new code RUIN, R-U-A-N, all caps at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with code RUIN at manscaped.com. Nothing like a little spring cleaning in his pants, right? In your pants if you're a man. (laughs) Spring clean your groin area. Try smooth. Try it with Manscaped. And I just want to say, like, why is this important before Lindsay goes into that now you, you know, tell you to look at your clitoris? Like, why is this important? If you're if you're listening, you're like, oh, my God, this is too much because uh, maybe there's some shame still there for you. Why is this important? This is important because if you are not orgasming, right, you are not living your fullest. Oh, for sure. You are not tapping into the medicine and healing that is innately in your body. Orgasms are so many health benefits to orgasms for mental health. And also for the reason for that is because you release endorphins that are responsible for, you know, feeling happy and, and, Mm -hmm. and feeling excited and hopeful. So orgasming is very important. If you're not orgasming, why do you want to be orgasming? Because there's so many health benefits that you can be tapping into. You will be feeling more alive in your life. And I just wanted to put that in because some Mm -hmm. people are like, whatever, I'm going to give up on my orgasm. And the knowledge that Lindsay is teaching everyone right now is if if you feel that hopeless, like there's no way I can come. Like I've tried. I can't come with a partner. I can't come in bed. What Lindsay is speaking to right now is going to give you so much access to actually being able to shut that narrative down and create a new narrative called, I have the best orgasms of my life. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. So I'm going to clarify something. So the small ones want the lightest pressure. And so then it's a gradient and the bigger ones want the most pressure. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And some, and some, want more of a sucking thing. And look, everybody is different, right? So I would experiment. Mm -hmm. And I I personally would recommend experimenting on your own first. You know, if we don't know what we want, how are we supposed to tell a partner? And one more thing that I do want to say about orgasms too. if, If you're really frustrated in the orgasm category, sometimes it helps to take the pressure off. Yes, orgasms are incredible, but there could be a plethora of reasons why you aren't orgasming. It could be a medication that you're on. There Mm. could be a mental block. There could be trauma there. So like if it's not coming, if you get the knowledge, it's not coming easy to yourself. Yes, it's worth it, but I don't want you to orgasm shame if you're having trouble with it. Sometimes just getting deep into there and releasing, like I had, you know, trauma can be held in the body. And if Sometimes it can be released when you're ready for it. You might need to process through that. So it can be a journey. And I think the journey is worth it. But remember to also be gentle with yourself. It is worth it. But remember to be gentle. There could be a number of reasons why you might not be coming. Maybe it's as simple as overstimulation, but could be something deeper as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, yeah. So the 
small, like the very gentle light stimulation, very precise, right? Like you want that tongue is like, tick, 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 tick. so for me, it's like, it's like, and you know, when they hit the spot, it's like, you don't want, if they move centimeter, you're like, it's yeah. not happening. So it's like, it's gotta be really precise. And, and so, I want to ask one thing too. The hooded part is going to make a difference too, right? It does. Right. So if yeah. it's hooded, if it's unhooded, it's even more sensitive because it's just sort mm-hmm. of exposed, right? So mm-hmm. sometimes <laughs> I know if no one, no one can see it, I'm like, <laughs> talking with my hand. I love sometimes, it. Sometimes you might need to push the hood aside, get the tongue or the finger, or the toy in there. So yeah, so it's it's a lot of it is about experimentation as well and mm-hmm. seeing what you like and trying different toys, trying different things. There's another huge aspect to this, and it's your your brain, right? That's your, our largest sex organ is our brain. Another, another reason to get in touch with the clit is connecting it to your turn on. And there are, you know, an incredible woman named Jaya created a modality called the erotic blueprints. Oh yes. I've heard of these. Yes. And there are like seven different blueprints, right? So you might be not knowing what turns you on, right? So if you're more romantic, maybe you need music and candles and a bubble bath and starting to, you know, with massage oil, or if you're like me and you're super kinky, you need role play and fantasy. And I think that is really the name of the game too. You really want to experiment with different things to find the right Mm -hmm. sensation combo as well as turn on combo. So, you know, sex toys could look like ice cubes or feathers. Or a blindfold, you know, it doesn't, it's not just like there's vibrators is one thing, but like get creative, right? See what turns you on. Absolutely. Yeah. Madison is fun part. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. And, and so, and then going back to the looking at yourself in the mirror, we did. Oh, we did so happy you're going back there because that's what I was going to remind you. We need that. We need this. So, so we did an episode with a guest named Lacey Hayes and Mm. She does these incredible workshops called pussy gazing workshops. And nice. she leads you through an entire exercise where you are. <laughs> so Madison, Katie, and I actually did this together in like the oh, same room. With her on Zoom. I'm like, we weren't like facing each other, but we yeah, yeah, yeah. blankets over us. We had the mirror. We I wish we were facing each other. I was just going to say, <laughs> I'm sure, wait, wait, wait. Sure you could do that too if you wanted. We, did, we chose to not do that, but we were, we were. She led us through, she did a virtual session for us of a pussy gazing and we did a whole episode about it. And um, she leads you through this whole exercise. And, you know, when we go down there, she said, you know, really get present to your, your pussy, your vulva. And, you know, like it's a really healing experience. And for me, what I got present to is how many times I got, I saw like this little beautiful creature and I got sad because I was like, how many times have I forced her to do things before mm. she was ready or turned on or yeah, that she yeah. didn't really want to do? And yes. I think deepening your relationship to your, you know, your sex center, your pussy, your vulva, whatever you want to call it, there is this really empowered thing that happens, like making peace and learning about her and connecting to her. There's this beautiful creature between your legs and it's a really powerful experience. I highly recommend it. If you haven't looked at your clit, you know, mm-hmm. now you, now you can see what type of clit you have and <laughs> yes. see what she looks mm-hmm. like. And, you know, mama Gina, one of our mentors, she even, oh. one of her secrets is putting pussy perfume on, you know, put some juice behind your ears before you, before you go out on a date. I'm telling you, I don't know why, but that shit works. <laughs> it does work. And did you guys see Brianna? 
pull that move in her performance. Yes, she the Super Bowl. her pussy, lifts yes, it up, yes. lifts it, and then puts it on her neck. And I was like, oh my God, really? I did see that. Yeah, I was like, yes, queen. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Now you might have heard that and been like, what? You're putting your pussy juice I know, he's like, what the as fuck? perfume. <laughs> if that's where you're at with this conversation, that is perfect. And I just actually want to drop in. I want to invite you to join us at our upcoming Pleasure Accelerator workshop, where you can drop into some really potent pleasure embodiment practices with us by the end of it you will feel different. You will feel slightly different. If you're one of those people like me, you're, you're, you know, you're like an Aries and you take everything like by the horns and go full throttle and then become brand ambassador for everything you do. If you're one of those people like me, you're going to feel very different after this workshop. If you're a skeptic, which I'm not, and you're like, "Uh, I don't know, even if you're a skeptic, you're going to walk away with a smile. There's going to be a shift because when you put the focus on your pleasure, you actually make, we don't, as women, we don't make time for that. It's the last right. thing on the to-do list. The last yeah. thing on the to-do list. If I have time, I'll take a bath. What the fuck? That's, That's true. backwards. It is. That is backwards. What about we prioritize our pleasure first and make, even if it's just 10 minutes yeah, and then allow everything else to come after very different shift. And what it does for us is when we are connected to our pleasure, See, the problem when we're not connected to our sex center or to our pussy, when we are not connected and we've shut that off, it's much harder for us to receive Mm -hmm. all it is that our heart desires. Right. So by being connected to that, look, you don't have to masturbate every day to be connected to your sex center. There just has to be an allowance between like acceptance and and, and healthy communication. It has nothing to do with sex. It's just being in tune with and listening to our own body. Sure. When we do that, we're placing ourselves in more of a place to receive things much, much more easily, which sort of is the way of, um, I think how, if you are, if you identify as cis, hetero, female bodied person, Mm -hmm. right, what has happened sort of feminism is amazing. And there's been some over the last 10 years sorry, not 10 years, over the last couple of decades, there's been a really big shift where we see women really muscling their way to the top or muscling their way to power. Mm -hmm. And look, it's fine to be a badass boss bitch. Me and Lindsay are badass boss bitches, okay? (laughs) We love bosses, bitches, you man. (laughs) Just also connected to our pleasure. So we're not overworking ourselves. We're not running ourselves into the ground. We're not trying to overcompensate for not being born a man. Yeah. And there's sort of an epidemic, I think, in our culture where um, a lot of women feel that they need to pull on all their masculine energy to make Mm -hmm. magic happen in their life. But then really they're left in overworked, tired, and and depleted from they're, they're what they've generated because I will say that perhaps it didn't come from the most authentic place. And the, I'm going to assert that maybe the most authentic place for us to come from is being connected to our sex center, being connected to our pleasure. And that does not have anything to do with how sexually active you are. And I want right. to emphasize that. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Well, I think there's been a lot of pressure or, you know, like she said, identifying vulva, you know, cis heteronormative vulva owners to do it all and put ourselves last. 
Yeah. That's make time for yourself last. Right. Mm -hmm. And you know, we, we, you know, before we start this podcast, I've done a lot of personal development and transformational work and blah, blah, blah. And I was really good at achieving my goals, but the experience wasn't really that enjoyable. Okay. And I would achieve my goals. And at the end I would be like, okay, whatever. Okay. What's the next goal I'm achieving? Well, like what would, it wasn't what life would, changing. Yeah. Right. What would it be like if you actually pulled out your calendar and you mapped on your pleasure first, you made time for yourself first, you made like pleasure being your birthright. You made yeah. time for, to like masturbate, <laughs> you know what I mean? You made time <laughs> yeah. to, you know, you, you know, sometimes you have to schedule it in with your partner. I, I do. Otherwise we don't do it, you know, right. Right. Sounds that sexy, but you know, I thought that I was going to accomplish less. And the exact opposite happened. When you take time to fill your own cup, you know, self-care is not a luxury. It is access to like achieving more with grace and ease. I totally agree. And there's so many women that are thinking, you know, they come last. And I think that's Mm -hmm. a very common thing amongst women, at least in our country. You know, I'll take care of everybody else first and then I'll do me. I'll feed everyone else. Then I'll feed me. Everyone, okay, everyone set. Okay, now it's my turn. Yeah. You know, that's a thing. And yeah. just to connect thing. this full circle to the beginning of this this interview. And we wonder why more and more women every year are being prescribed pharmaceutical yes. medications by their doctors. Antidepressants. Because depressed because they're quote unquote right. anxious. What yep. about what if the source of it all is just you haven't been making time for yourself? And it's been yeah. it's, it's chronic at this point. The yes, symptoms yes. are now chronic symptoms because it's yeah. been over so many years. Maybe it mm-hmm. could be decades for some of you listening. Oh, for sure. Right? Of this chronic, chronic systemic issue that's now leaving you feeling this way. So we I have to tell, flip I'll the tell, script. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, t- I'll tell you a story about our co-host, right? So our co-host, Katie, who's a registered nurse, certified sex mm-hmm. educator. Now, mm-hmm. when we started the podcast, she was a 30-year-old woman who had never masturbated. And the first podcast didn't recording, even know we, women masturbated. Didn't know it happened. Oh right? my god! Raised How Catholic. Wow. The religious thing is real, right? If oh, yeah, yeah. Thing, you've got the religious shame, uh-huh. like moving, moving. The first step for all of us was mo- moving through whatever shame we had, right? Everybody has some shame. Yeah, for, for sure. sure, for sure. Um, she was her back was in so much agony that she was actually basically bedridden, like oh. couldn't get out of bed for weeks. Yeah, she started masturbating and healed her back. Whoa, because she was just there was so much tension in there, tension, and like, yeah, she was like, so for her, this is an actual health conversation, and I think that you know we're talking about the education behind the clit and everything, and like obviously we have tons of resources for that, but you know this is a health conversation. This is an epidemic, yeah. like Madison was saying. And, it is, and we're and and we're here to educate and make it fun and, you know, and, and yeah, and all that jazz, you know, and, and Mm -hmm. another thing I want to say is, you know, be patient with yourself. It takes the average vulva 20 minutes to get turned on. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, you know, the way I used to masturbate is like, I throw on some porn, throw a vibrator on it and have a kind of orgasm. Like (laughs) you can, if you can, if you can make space for yourself, like listeners, like I challenge you Make space, set aside 30 minutes once a week to just be with yourself in an intimate space. Maybe it's masturbation, maybe it's not, and see how that changes things for you. See what that opens up. 
and try different stimulations. You know, mm-hmm. like you were saying, you know, your clit may respond different than you expect. So you need to try multiple toys, multiple yep. different touches, you know? Yeah. And then also there's also a couple other tips I would have. Like there's also for me, one of the biggest breakthroughs was audio porn, right? Like oh, yeah. visual, mm-hmm. visual porn was just too much for me personally. It might, mm-hmm. I mean, I like, I'm a fan, you know, I love ethically, I love ethical porn. Shout out yes. to Erica Lust. She's a female director. If you want to check her out, she's amazing. And, you know, audio porn or, you know, role play with your partner, like really just try it, like make a list of like different combinations and see what mm-hmm. gets you going, you know, try, yeah. try experimenting, try taking yourself out on a date, you know? Exactly. <laughs> I love that. I told my husband the other day, I was like, you know, the best day I've had in the past month was the night I spent alone. No one was Mm -hmm. here at the house. And I decided to give myself the best date ever. I cooked myself an incredible dinner. And then I decided to create a a bath that was like a super sacred bath with just like all the, all the, all the, uh, it was just a tricked out bath, you know, from like the incense to the candles, to the bath bomb, to the lighting, to like. I had a meditation going and I mean, now I'm two hours into my date. I just finished this bath. I'm feeling real good. And, um, and then I made my way to my bed and I just mm. started by, there's a practice that, and Lindsay has an incredible a meditation in one of our courses, which is a, a self-touch meditation. Ah, and, nice. and we had just, we had just done it and I just experienced her meditation and I decided to recreate it for myself. This really gentle self-touch. After about 10 minutes of gently tickling myself, I was like ready for like <laughs> all of it, you know, and then I go and I, I grab my toys and I like made love to myself for an hour. And I, this was the awesome. best night that I had in a month. And guess what? I was alone. And that was not how like six years ago, I would have been terrified to spend yeah. a night by myself, which is probably why I got like married so young. I had such a fear of being alone and so this is definitely a lot of transformation over over the last six years to get to the place where I could actually enjoy my own company. Mm. But you know, it's ironic we're recording this episode on on Valentine's Day. I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I didn't even mean to wear red, but I am. <laughs> You're red, <laughs> and there's such an emphasis on romance toward a, toward a person, right? But mm-hmm. something we've been getting really turned on by internally is this concept of, in our organization, we've been really starting to introduce this concept of, what about self-lust? Yeah, yeah. self-lust. So I saw that on your Instagram. I'm like, I like that phrase. Yeah, because here's the thing. When it comes to sexual worthiness, right? This is a journey that Lindsay and I have been on for six years. We didn't mm-hmm. just drop into our sexual worthiness. We're like, yeah, we listened to one, we did a podcast and now we're, we're <laughs> right. sexually worthy <laughs> of six years and in sisterhood and like really wanting that we've, we've all, our goal has all been to be embodied in this sexual worthiness. And we've learned that the formula, it's not just self-love self-love alone is not enough to mm. create the feeling yeah. of sexual worthiness and sexual worthiness is you are you are embodying and experiencing all of your desires. Who you are is all your desires get realized. There's no mm. shame around it. There's no guilt around it. There's no like feeling of undeserving. Uh, so the second thing that we need for sexual worthiness alongside self-love, because we absolutely need self-love, is self-lust. 
Love and this. how much of how many of us really lust after ourselves? Yeah. Right. When was the last time you walked by the mirror and you were like, oh, let me get a double take? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Right. And that and that that brings up another conversation, right? Like body, you know, like our bodies, right? Yeah. Like yeah. there's so much pressure on our bodies, you know. We say sexiness is a state of mind, you know. Mm. A really powerful exercise that I did. You know, I think we tend to focus on the one or two areas that we don't like about ourselves. Yeah. But if you take a full inventory of yourself from head to toe, maybe you really love your hair or you think you have really nice nails or, mm-hmm. oh my God, the the skin on my legs is really soft. And you can start to appreciate the parts that you do like and allow yourself to be turned on by those parts rather than focusing on whatever your stomach or whatever that you'd like, Mm -hmm. you know, if you can get out of your head and into the parts, like start accentuating the parts that you do love about yourself and learn to fall in love. I guarantee you, like when you're in the bedroom with someone, you were the only one thinking about how your stomach looks in that position. The other person is not thinking about that. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, so if we can, if we can take the pressure off, I think your looks are the least interesting thing about you and really like find the parts of yourself that do turn you on. Like everybody is beautiful. Everybody mm-hmm. is beautiful, no matter what. In That's some it. way. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need so-, so happy that you brought that conversation up, Lindsay, because it's a huge area that gets covered in our in our workshops and in our courses a lot of people that come to attend they don't have a positive relationship with their body and they know that we can support them mm. because a lot of this isn't and it's so beautiful because we're not talking about actually making changes to your body we're talking yeah. about ch- t- making changes to your mindset right so Lindsay and I are certified communication coaches we met in a program where we got to become masters in communication, where we got to study what it is to be human, which is the study of ontology. And ontology is all about who we're being in the world. And it has a lot to do with our mindset. And so we do not claim to be sex experts or, (laughs) you know, one of our co-hosts is a sex educator now, but Lindsay and I, we're not like trying to claim to be sex experts we are coaches. And Mm. if you have a mindset issue, which is really what a lot of this stuff is, it's limiting beliefs, you know, and we can help with that. We can help shift your mindset. We had had a woman in our program who wouldn't come on video ever, ever, (laughs) ever. Not not orgasm, but just show her face. A Zoom with a bunch of awesome people. And she wouldn't come on video. After a few weeks, she fucking came on video and she said, nothing has changed about my physical appearance experience. I just love myself now. Yeah. And we have studied what it is, what creates attraction, right? Between people. What, why are we attracted to people? And as Lindsay said, our our looks really are the the least interesting part about us. What Mm -hmm. we have found, what people are attracted to is someone who loves themselves. Be around someone who's just they're just so easy to be around. They just love themselves and they're such a value add to their environment. And you're just like, God, your energy is just infectious. I want to hug you. I just want to keep hugging you. They like glow. They glow. (laughs) They glow. That is perhaps the most important thing in terms of you know, attracting a mate. Oh gosh, that's so weird to say. I'm going to attract a mate, but like we are kind of animals, right? And we are trying to attract our mates. Yeah. (laughs) Like 
if you have a uh, if you have a negative relationship to your body image or your looks stop trying to be out here and date and go fix it out here and go do this diet pause just pause go inward be in community support yourself you will move through it so much faster in a safe community environment which yeah. is what what we've really created over these last several years is a really empowered community that's a really safe safe space to have these conversations to possibly have the breakthroughs that it is that you want in your life that have been holding you back. But what we have found is you can't do this alone. If you ever try to like transform in an area of life alone, whether it's your business or a relationship and nothing's happening, you might it might be because you've been playing it alone. So we really believe in the power of community, the power of accountability. And that conversation is not a lone wolf conversation. That's a, that's a village conversation. And Lindsay and I both feel, you know, we're in long-term committed partnerships and we say to each other all the time, you know, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't still be in this relationship. So it it really takes a village to like have the fucking life you want to have. Right. And yeah, you know, get tools to do that. You guys are talking about giving people tools. Yeah. Yeah, I want to make sure. So I know we were here to talk about clips. I want to make sure I don't know if you had any other <laughs> specific questions or anything you wanted to make sure that we covered. Um, well, let's see. What could we talk about? We already talked about the size. We talked about the stimulation. How about multiple orgasms? Mm. And squirting. <laughs> and squirting, yes. Madison. <laughs> sure. So multiple orgasms, different types of orgasms. Let's just like, there's a lot of different types of orgasms that you can have. The one I think that we're most familiar with is the clitoral orgasm is usually the easiest way for people to orgasm. We can also have penetrative orgasm, internal orgasms from penetration. Squirting is a type of orgasm. Squirting is female ejaculation. It is different than pee. Okay. Right. Just bust that myth right off the bat. But you can also have an orgasm in your throat. You can also have an energy orgasm, which is like mm. a body shaking that couldn't even, might not even be coming from clitoral pressure. And if you're an energetic, someone who's more energetic, I'm an energetic. So like for me, I can get super turned on from very, very light touches. You don't even need to really be touching my body. Mm. Um, And that lives inside of one of the five blueprints uh, that was created by Jaya that we talked about earlier, the erotic blueprints. So there's a lot of different types of orgasms. Yeah. Yeah. There's also, there's, there's also G spot. There's yeah, also that's the internal orgasm yeah, from penetration. Yeah, yeah. Anal. There's also nipple, which I can attest yeah, to. Yes, nipple. I've actually I've actually had that before. I didn't I like I kind of thought it was bullshit. I have not and, had a nipple orgasm. So tell well, me. <laughs> I was so <clears throat> it, there's there's it's it's all about, you know, your breasts and nipples are a major erogenous zone for some people. Mm-hmm. And yep. so I was actually doing like a private tantric session with a tantra instructor and my partner at the time. And they were teaching us how to give a breast massage. And basically you start from the outer corners of the breasts with maybe just like two fingers, very lightly touching at the Mm -hmm. same time in circular motions, making your way in towards the nipple as slow as you can. And I came from it. I was like, holy shit. And it was crazy. And it was like, but like as lightly and as slowly as you can, like it's, and you just lay there and you relax. I think a lot of the time, like it's just a matter of being able to relax is, is, is the thing. Yeah. yeah. But unlike, unlike penises, like people with 
vulvas can experience multiple orgasms at once because we don't, we don't require much downtime in between orgasm and arousal. So to experience it, something you can do is, you know, contracting your pelvic muscles on your own Mm -hmm. by squeezing and releasing the way you would, if you were like holding your urine stream or like doing like pelvic floor exercises. And this keeps the blood flow high which increases sensitivity and makes the second orgasm easier to reach. So you can kind of like aid in that and like get better at it. And if you don't go back down in your pre-arousal state, then you can really quickly work your way up to another orgasm. So after you've had the first, it's easier and you can kind of like work yes. with your partner and, and keep going to do that. Kind of jumpstart that, you know, like jump yeah, start exactly, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah. And then inside of also like the orgasm conversation, you know, there's what's called extended orgasms. So earlier in this conversation, Lindsay referred to a very common type of orgasm people have, which kind of is like a sneeze. It's like a pussy sneeze. It's like, (laughs) and it's done. Right. (laughs) Right. But when we, or what an orgasm actually is, is it's, you know, when you pulse, when you orgasm, you feel that boom in your body. Mm -hmm. That sneeze is just one pulse. That's actually not an orgasm. An orgasm has to be a minimum of eight pulses through the body. Oh, I didn't know there was a number. Yeah. So you want to feel eight contractions in your pussy is a full orgasm. So Mm. a great place to start. And what I did before I started playing with expanding my orgasm, because I can get up to 20 pulses now. Nice. So what, what, what that is, is like, there's, there's some resistance in the body. There's like a level of relaxation and focus that needs to be combined at the same time. So I would say if you're if you're not experiencing a full eight count orgasm, uh, counting can be very helpful. You know, just kind of mm-hmm. kind of yeah, you bring bringing the brain in. So when you you could just sort of gauge where you're at the next time you self pleasure and count how many pulses was that. And I noticed for me when I my goal was to have longer orgasms. It was a game I was mm-hmm. playing with myself, and by counting. I notice each time I would get one pulse more. There was something interesting about being aware of the number that my body then was supporting me in reaching that goal. Huh. Um, there is like one really awesome, super woo-woo technique. We interviewed a spiritual thought leader named Elizabeth April on our podcast, and she talks a lot about aliens. Why did we interview someone who talks about aliens <laughs> on our podcast? Because wow. we did one video on um, sex. And she taught talks about an ancient Onk, practice. Onking. Yeah. Onking. Onking. O-N- yeah. It's spelled O-N-K-I-N-G. We did a whole huh. episode with her on this. And what it really helps you do is it helps that focus part of the brain. Because sometimes when we orgasm, there's like immediate associations to things and the world starts to come back in. But if we ah. can actually focus on what's happening in the body, and just focus, we can expand, right? Wherever you put your, where, where energy, attention goes, where energy flows. So onking apparently was brought to the ancient Egyptians by aliens, but, we were, <laughs> uh, but I thought it was super cool because it fucking worked. Like, awesome. I, will, I will try anything three times. And so this is four <laughs> years later, this, I still do this every single time that I self-pleasure. And what it is, is you're following the energy. So mm. as you're climaxing and you feel that, energy start to peak and you orgasm, you imagine the energy going through the crown of your head, circulating forward into your heart, 
and back through your crown, circulating into your heart, this circular motion of crown to heart, crown to heart, crown to heart. Hmm. This tool helped it. The first time I did it, my jaw dropped. The second time I did it, I was like, okay, maybe that was just a, maybe it was just a coincidence that it worked twice. And of course the third time I was absolutely just sold and stuck on it for good. And it's contributed to me being able to have what's called this like extended orgasm in the body, you know, cause I don't know about you, but I'd rather have one super long orgasm than yeah. five short circuit sneezes right in my body. Yeah. yeah. So I would say that uh, this practice can really help you just, just start with one orgasm and expand that energy and play with that. Can you make your orgasm longer? Can you make it deeper? And if you can start to control one orgasm, it makes it so much easier to then be able to bring in contraction exercises to have second orgasms and third orgasms that could be just as long, if not longer. And a lot of studies have been done that the when you orgasm once, it's easier to orgasm a second and a third time because the body's right. more relaxed, which makes sense because yeah. when we orgasm, we're super relaxed, mm-hmm. so, right? And we aren't wired the same as men, although there's an amazing book called The Multi-Orgasmic Man and the Multi-Orgasmic Couple with through tantra trick tantric practices, men can have multiple orgasms too. And they can Mm. also orgasm without ejaculating. Yeah. I have heard that before. Yes. Wow. Right. Another, another orgasm, which is really helps with some clits really like to have, they need like, especially the small ones, a little bit like spreading to make it more of a wider surface. So a blended orgasm is another thing. Uh, for me, like I really need to have my G spot and my clitoris stimulated at the same time to come. Okay. Like it's yeah. got to be the wham bam, the both of them. So, like for me, like the easiest position for me is on my stomach. I'll grab the clitoral sucker and they're from behind, either like you know fingering you or penetrating you, and that mm-hmm. like that would try, that one works for me every time. So sometimes <laughs> you sometimes you might need to like have a combination of two erogenous zones. Yeah. You know, and it could be, you know, vaginal penetration along with clitoral like me or nipple or even anal stimulation. I know sometimes for people putting like a little, a little butt plug in there while you're having sex can really do the trick. So like, don't be afraid to try with combinations of different erogenous zones for sort of a blended orgasm as well. Great, great idea. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Got to try it. Yeah. And then, Mm -hmm. so squirting. So Squirting also called female ejaculation. So that is for people who gush or have like a clear fluid come out. It's not urine. (laughs) And I, and I was a, for some, you know, a lot of people think that not everybody can squirt. That's actually not true. You can. I was, everyone uh, has a capacity. Yeah. Everyone has, I was kind of an easy gusher when I was in high school and had no idea what was happening. And this guy (laughs) totally shamed me for it. So I had to work through that. But yeah, so the, it, no one really knows, you know, like exactly why it happens, but it is, it's typically done with G-spot stimulation yeah. to, mm-hmm. to squirting by caressing or teasing the area surrounding the urethra. You can also really result in squirting as well. For me, it's kind of like if you, if you, if you put your fingers into your, <laughs> into the, into the, you know, the vagina hole and you, and you kind of like wipe your fingers from side to side, you'll feel mm-hmm. like a squishy, like spongy material. That's yes. the G spot. And sometimes like, sometimes like it can even feel hard because there's, 
liquid in there that's been there for a while. And if you massage it, it is a huge release. If you've never squirted or gushed, I would highly recommend it. It is a huge release. And it's a very different feeling orgasm, I would say. Um, And then, yeah. And so, and then, you know, obviously if you're, if you, I'll just do it on the sheets. I don't care, but they also, you can put like, (laughs) you know, mattress pad protector or whatever you want down. Cause sometimes you can get a little, a little messy if you, if you want to do that and be prepared for it. I know sometimes people feel like they can't relax enough for that because they're Mm. worried about the mess. So then like, you know, I have like little waterproof mattress pad I'll put down sometimes, and then you can relax into it. Like it's a great experience if you've never had it. So be prepared, you know, prepare for your sexual intimacy experiences as well. Don't be afraid to prepare. (laughs) Oh, exactly. It's not, it's not a, it's still sexy. You know what I mean? It's not, not sexy. Yes. Set up like that, you know? Yes. Yes, exactly. It's going to help you relax. It's important to do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's so Um, much about squirting that people, some people don't think it's real. I know some people just are like, no, that doesn't happen, you know, or they think they can't do it. Well, I will tell you this. I think sometimes in porn, it's not real. We had a porn star tell us one time what they do is they'll take a syringe of water and just put (laughs) it in there. And like, so it looks all crazy. Like it doesn't always look like it does in porn. For me, it's not really a squirting thing. It's more of a projectile releasing (laughs) of the liquid. Yeah. It's just more of a a gusher, you know? And it's kind of a feeling where you can't, it's not like you can stop it like pee, right? Like, no, right. It just comes out. Yeah. It's once, like once it starts stop urine. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Once that faucet is open, it's coming out. <laughs> right. Yep. I feel like squirting is kind of like riding a bike. Like I, I went on a journey to learn how to squirt. I was very inspired by my co-host Lindsay, who's been squirting easily and effortlessly <laughs> for her life. <laughs> and, and I was so, I was so determined when I finally learned how to squirt on the show, it was like, revelation they were so proud of me and mm-hmm. i was like it's like riding a bike it's like i mm-hmm. you don't know what that feels like you don't know what balance feels like until you ride a bike and then you can do it every time and yeah. so i feel like once you can once you squirt the first time and you, you feel what that is then it's like riding a bike you're going to be able to squirt again but i think the hardest part is to discover what that feeling is to know what that is and allow allow it and be letting it happen and you know that's a huge thing and i think um for me one of the biggest things was a limiting belief that was in my way. And, and I'm a, I'm a personal growth junkie. So anytime I see a limiting belief, I'm like, yeah, something to do. That's fun (laughs) and exciting. We're going to transform. And, (laughs) but the limiting belief was it wasn't possible for me. Yeah. I won't be able to do it. And I have the same limiting, I had the same limiting belief about motherhood. So I was like, I can't be a mom. Like I just, it won't work for me. I'm going to die. Like all that. I'm in a place now where I'm like, oh, I don't feel that way anymore. And my husband and I are talking about like when we're going to have kids in a couple yes. of years. So this is news <laughs> Like when would they do it? But that like limiting beliefs play such a huge fucking role in our yeah. ability to experience or not experience pleasure. Yeah. Oh, I agree with that. And squirting is a big one. I think a lot of people think they can't. And for me, I don't right. know. I, I think you almost have to be more relaxed to squirt than you do to orgasm. I don't know. Yes, I would agree way. with that. Yeah. I actually love that you bring that up, right? Like getting out of your head is sometimes like really the trick, right? Like I think I mentioned it before, but it takes the average Volvo 20 minutes to get turned on, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're not allowing yourself to get turned on, it's going to be so much harder to come. There is another technique called that you can do either with yourself or with a partner that works for me. It's called priming. So Mm -hmm. it's like, if you know you're going to be intimate with your partner, 
And for me, sometimes like my partner is so good giving in game, but I still get in my head. I'm like, I'm taking so long to get turned on, stresses me out. I'll yeah. actually go into the bedroom before and I'll lightly stroke myself until I am like engorged and ready to go. And then nice. I can like relax into it. So it's like, you just got to figure out what works with you. So yeah. So like you can practice priming and your own self-pleasure practice and then be like, meet me in the bedroom in, you know, 20 minutes or like, you know, whenever you're ready for them. And that way you can really relax into it. I find the more I'm relaxed, the more enjoyable the experience is for me. So that's another, another trick you can do is a little prime. Great advice. Yeah. Yeah. And we can have multiple orgasms. So it's not a big deal, even if you had Ex- one before you got there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Start with one in and then invite them into the room. <laughs> exactly. I love that. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. So, oh, man. So do you guys have a favorite sex toy? Like you you said you like the, the pulse clit suckers, right? Is that your yes, favorite, you cl- think? Yeah. The clit suckers are my favorite. You know, they there's there's a ton of them out there. You really it's just finding the one that works for you, but they're all pretty much the same. They blow air. That's been yeah. a game changer for me. That and the audio porn like changed my <laughs> changed my <laughs> sexual experience. That's awesome. What about How you? What you, Madison? Do you have a favorite? Um, I mean, I have a medium sized clit, so I love a lot of sex toys, and they love me. I have a medium hooded <laughs> clit, so like the Hitachi is one of my favorites. I also love clitoral suckers. I love double sided dildos. Are mm. really just like so fun and long and like easy to to maneuver around your body and also really fun for girl on girl play. It's my favorite girl on girl toy is a double-sided dildo. I'm like mm. such a 90s like baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say on the day-to-day, like just what, what toys uh, really work for my blueprint. I'm really energetic and sensual. So I love fuzzy things. I like feathers. Look at this giant fuzzy feather behind me. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, the more sense, so I love bringing in blindfolds and like soft toys, things that are fluffy or feathery for sensation. Like I'm really into sensation play. Uh, and so inside of that, one of my favorite things is body wax candles. So uh-huh. candle that's warm and then actually starting off with like a heated oil massage for the body. And then in partnered play, the only time I like to use a toy is when I'm getting it from the back. And I like to use a a clitoral stimulator toy. So whether it's a clitoral sucker or a bullet vibrator, just something Mm -hmm. vibration for the clitoris while I'm getting that deep from the back. So that's, that's my favorite use of toy in a sexual encounter. And I usually can have like five orgasms like that. Nice. Yeah. 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 And you know, most women, it's your clit owners need the clit involved in some way. There's aren't very many from what I hear that can just get a climax from internal stimulation. There are right. some, but for me too, like I can, I can come from just clit stimulation alone, but like you, Lindsay, if I have both G-spot and clit, mm-hmm. it tends to be stronger and quicker. But that being said, I can come from clit stimulation alone very easily. And oh yeah. 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 So that's very common. Yep. Yep. Right. I come, I come the best from oral sex, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But someone knows what they're doing. You get two fingers in there and you're licking my clit just right. Hallelujah. You know, right. And it's about timing too. You know, if it's not long enough, it's not yes. going to happen. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm getting suckers too. <laughs> I'm getting turned on just like thinking about this. It's so I'm going to definitely need to take like a masturbation break after this. Um, <laughs> I love that interview. The joys of working from home. I have to ask if either of you have tried the Zumio. Have you tried the Zumio toy yet? 
No, what's that? Okay, so you might really like this, Lindsay, because it's very, very pinpointed stimulation. It looks like a big pen. Okay. It's a very unusual looking toy. It's it's external only. And it's one of my favorites. It it looks like a big pen, right? And it's got Mm -hmm. a very, there's, I think there's four different styles, but the one, there's a purple one that has a really small head and it gives very targeted stimulation. And one of the coolest things I have found out about my clit and using this toy, and the only reason I know this is that since it's so pinpointed and strong, you can put it on different parts of your clit and feel different intensities. Oh, wow. I need this in my life. Yes. (laughs) And so I have found out the right side of my clit gives me the strongest sensation. And I would have never known this with a clit sucker because that's all round. Right. right? But this is so pinpointed. You can like touch it in different spots around your clit. Right. And then I have the blue one too, which is like a little paddle. Um, Yeah. What's a little bit bigger, but these are small. I mean, these are like the head of it is like smaller than a eraser. Yeah. Right? So it's oh my God. Small. So when you were talking about how something moves off your clit, you just lose it. This yep. is so pinpointed that you can find one little tiny spot. And if it moves off, I notice a difference. So wow. that sounds <laughs> epic. I need to, I get, I just went to their website as you're talking. It looks like one of our friends, Kenneth play is one of the creators of it. I'm like, of course. Oh, <laughs> oh, shut up, really? so weird how it looks like a big pen. You know it what does. I mean? It I'm, looks I'm, like. I need this in my life. I got to email Kenneth and get me one of these, Madison. <laughs> okay, got it. I think you like it. the purple one the best because that one, I've only tried the two. I've tried the purple and the blue and the purple is just more intense and it's more, it's smaller. So you can- Yeah, they have, oh my God, this is crazy. I'm like, I can't believe, I can't believe I didn't know about these. Oh my <laughs> I need to get this in my life. Oh, it's fantastic. I just love that. I found that. I mean, I never even thought about that, that you would have different sensations on different parts of your clit. And this toy taught me that I would have never known. Yep. The different quadrants. That's what I mean. It's like, you really got to find the right combination for you. It could be like the right side is better than the left, just like you said. Right. And it's so intense at times. I want to like scream when I use this toy. Like it is intense when you get it and I get it in that spot. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. We 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 got to get on this. We got to get on this. (laughs) Okay, maybe instead of masturbating after this, I'm just going to email Kenneth Play see if he'll ship us a couple of days. Yeah, Take an action for my future masturbation self. Yeah, this might be my new favorite sex toy. <laughs> Need it like FedExed immediately. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Overnight that shit, Kenneth. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool that you know. So she's one of the inventors, you said, or one of the I mean, developers? it looks like it. They've got like three people on there. Like, or he like, or he promotes it for them or something. Oh, he, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right there on the website. <laughs> I love this. Oh, I love this. I love this. This yeah. is like being in this conversation about sex and pleasure. It's so, it's like Pandora's box. And isn't it amazing after yeah. six years? Like we still will le- learn new things every single time and are so humbled by it and so eager. And that's, what's so beautiful about pleasure is it is Pandora's box. It's it something is. that you, it's a conversation you can have to be part of your life forever. I mean, honestly, I think you may have just changed my sex life. This was the reason I came on this podcast. <laughs> I love I'm, like, it's, I'm like looking at the website and it's like comparing the Zumio to the suction toy. And it's like the Zumio does so much more. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I think they That's call it like so rotation rad. instead of vibration or something. Yeah, like it said that. there's so- no, no vibration and it's direct stimulation during penis in vagina intercourse. I'm like, yeah. and it's so like tiny, like you can stick it in there like easily. Like, you know, the, the, the big chunky clit suckers can kind of get in the way, especially if you yes. have like a dildo in you. That's too what fucking I'm saying. This right. this would be super easy because yes. I like to lay on my stomach. Thank you. Did you could just like sneak it right in there because this little skinny little tip, you know? 
Yeah. I guess what yes. all we can say is, oh, fuck yeah. Oh, oh fuck, fuck yeah. yeah. So now you guys oh, have to tell yeah. me if you try it. Tell me what you think of it. Oh, yeah. I I'm, I'm know. definitely going to try this. Are you kidding me? This is, looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's an amazing toy. I got to tell you. I, I want to try all of them now because they, they are a little different. Like the one, the blue one is like, I think they say it's more dispersed or something like that. Okay. They have different that. ones. This is crazy. Yes, this is I can't believe I didn't know about this. That's <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah. And then you guys have some workshops coming up, right? I mean, that's like yes. happening. Yes, we do. So, so obviously this conversation has made a, a huge difference for us. And so we have synthesized the last six years, hundred and, you know, sorry, 260 interviews of doctors, experts, everything. And we've synthesized it into, we've done two things. So first we have some free workshops coming up that Madison had mentioned you can sign up. It's free. It's 90 minutes. You're going to get a ton of value. We're going to go through like an erotic meditation. We're going to tap into like releasing shame so that you can really step into your desires, a pleasure anchor where you can step into your pleasure, no matter what your circumstances are and really harnessing that power in the bedroom to supercharge every area of your life. So they're free. Come and play with us. They're going to be a blast. Your personal masturbation style. We have a special episode really that gears towards that. So that's, that's a great place to jump off. Yeah. So we have a, a couple of really great free workshops coming up February 23rd, 24th, and March 2nd. They're totally free 90 minutes. They're super fun. You're going to come and get some of our favorite tools. They're called the pleasure accelerator to really just embody and accelerate pleasure in every area of your life. And you can sign up for those by just going to pleasurepositiveliving.com backslash workshop. And then if you're listening to this in the future, after our workshops, we do have another free guide for you. That is really just the highlight reels of all of our 260 episodes, all of our best, hottest tips and tricks. And to get that free gift, you can also just go to pleasurepositiveliving.com backslash guide. So couple of free resources for you to get your pleasure pleasure going. Absolutely awesome. Well, thank you so much. You guys are amazing. I think this is just amazing that you're offering it for free too. This is something so many people can benefit from and just flat out need. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and that's that's what changed our lives and that's why we want to get you know get give it for free. It's really this really is our lives works and has changed us and we believe that we our goal is to have a million people living their pleasure positive life. That's why we are pleasure positive living. So beautiful. Yeah. Love it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. That's just awesome. Well, thank you so much. This has been wonderful. And I would love to have you back on again sometime. And it's just great. I, you guys are so much fun. I loved it. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Thank you right. so much. It was thank such a pleasure. You know. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Okay. Thank you for listening to this amazing episode. I had so much fun talking with Madison and Lindsay. It was just a blast. I really enjoyed it. We learned from each other. We we just had this great discussion about women and the clit and sex and partners and all of that. I mean, you heard it all. If you're still here and you fucking rock, if you're still here, you're amazing. So connect with them. Find them on Instagram. 
find them on their website and try out their class, try out their course. They have a lot of free guides that can help you and just check out their podcast. Amazing, amazing stuff. And don't forget to check out my links down in the podcast notes as well. I have all my links there. And don't forget to vote for me. I am in the finals with my book, Decadent Erotica. I've made it to the finals. I'm so excited in the Golden Pigtail Smut Awards. So don't forget to go and vote for me. Voting is open through, you have to vote by the 28th of February, and then a winner will be announced. So, and you can also review my book for free through Book Sirens, and you can also request a copy of it through Story Origin app if you would like to review it. And you can, of course, buy it on Amazon and all the online sellers. Links down in the podcast notes to those things if you would like to get that book. Thank you so much for listening to this. Don't forget to masturbate and enjoy your body, just like we talked about in this podcast. You will feel so much better. You will improve your life and your outlook, and you will just have great health benefits, mental health benefits. Just fucking do it. Don't forget to pleasure yourself, whether it's with yourself with a partner or partners. Just fucking do it. All right. You have a sexy fucking day. Love ya. Ready for some spring cleaning of your beard and groin hairs? Try out Manscaped products where you can get 20% off with my new code RUIN, R-U-A-N, to get 20% off and free shipping. In order to get the discount, use the promo code RUIN, R-U-A-N, to do that spring cleaning to get yourself ready for sexy times. Heat up your spring with a new shave, a new trim. Perhaps try going there. Get more skin smacks in the bedroom, if you know what I mean.